right. When you are uh, day four, by the way, of talking about content process, and uh, I wanted to talk about how you can decide whether or not your process is good enough. And uh, it does take some time to let it roll first. Like you just have to push through and have some history to look back on. But uh, I've got a few ways that I feel like are slightly unconventional as far as determining whether or not it's good. So not whether or not the content is good, because I think if you have the right process down, it's going to be. You'll learn. But it's whether the process is good. Um, okay, so th three ways. First, I talked about this yesterday, but the first indicator would be, have I been able to do it for a month? If you've been able to take a process, a new process, and do it for a month straight in creating content, whatever that is, it's probably good. And uh, because I, I, there's just so much value in the volume and consistency. Like, uh, I'm big on this. I, I will easily go toe-to-toe -to -toe with people on, like, the quantity versus quality argument. Um, admittedly, working at a really teeny company helps <laughs> me. <coughs> but I've been in a place, you know, my last company was, you know, big focus on quantity. But anyways, a uh, little bit of a tangent there. I just think there's so much value to that consistency and quantity. And so if you can roll with it for a month, make it a habit, make it kind of part of who you are, make it sustainable, I think that's key number one. Then it's a good process. Uh, number two, does your if your process helps relieve a burden, then I think it's a good process. So here's what I mean by that. Um it's not a temptation, but the, the feeling, and we'll just call it that, the temptation in marketing is that you can always do one more thing, right? Particularly in content, you could always write one more post. Send one more message. Add one more comment. Um, make one more edit. I don't know. It can, it, when you have that mentality, um, the work never ends. And you feel like you always have to be doing more in order to be successful. I have this. I'm battling this feeling all the time, by the way. I haven't completely gotten over it. Um, and it comes and goes. But a process should be enabling. So what it, a good content process allows you to do is it allows you to just get it done. So you, you figure out what you feel like you need to do within that process. And when you're done, you're done. And then you don't have to worry about doing any more because you did it. So... Uh, I think that's a big relief in burden that kind of helps the creativity because you're not constantly feeling like you have to do one more thing. Excuse me. Um, you just have your, you know, time allotment on what you do it. Okay. Last one is, is actually looking at, uh, what most people could consider metrics of performance. Here's how I view it, though. This probably takes at least six months of into it before you can do this method. Has the floor of your content been raised? So here's what I mean. You go back and look at the content, that uh, your worst performing content, like the worst stuff. And you look at the worst stuff when you started. 
you look at the reach, you look at the engagement, whatever. Look at the worst stuff when you started and then look at your worst stuff now and compare the two. I think those are easy baselines to compare. So here's my example. I'm looking at my own process. At the beginning of the year, January, my worst performing posts had around 600 views each on LinkedIn. So far in August, my worst performing posts have around 1,200. So my baseline of bad content has doubled the impact. And um, that's, that's kind of how I view uh, three ways on what you can decide on whether or not um, your process is effective. And um, do you have any questions about it? Like those, ask, like, ask me questions you have about those three points. Willing to go deeper into them if you want. If not, uh, have a good one.